And so it's super helpful to understand the distinctions between your higher self and your human self, right? And it's that human part of us. We want all the steps. We want to feel safe. We want to feel secure and in control. But when we're talking about our soul, we're talking about this higher part of ourselves, right? We're talking about the part of us that literally has a different perspective on our life, right? It's like the difference between being at the bottom of a mountain and being at the top of the mountain. Real quick, before we dive into today's episode, I have a free gift for you. In celebration of my new program, Money Magnetics, I'm giving away my Money Magnetics guided meditation. Ooh, say that five times fast to you for free. Every time I do this meditation, I kid you not, if I do it for a few days in a row, money magic seriously happens. It really, really works. I cannot wait to share it with you. You can download it now at kelseyaida.com slash MM freebie, MM for money magnetics. Find this link in the show notes and you'll have to send me a message on Instagram to let me know how it goes for you. Enjoy. Hello, hello, beautiful people on the other side of this podcast. Welcome to another fabulous episode of High Vibe In It. We are very excited to be here with you, to be here with our beautiful guest. Oh my gosh, her energy is already radiant. I cannot wait for you to get to know her, absorb her wisdom and her light. Speaking of light, her name is Miss Donna Bond and she's an igniter of light. That's all I'm going to give you. I'm going to leave the rest a mystery. She's an igniter of light. She's awesome. We're already having so much fun since we hit record. And yeah, we don't know what we're going to talk about today. We're just going to let it flow, honestly. And it's going to be magic and fire and all of the things. So you're welcome. And happy Monday if you're listening to this on a Monday. <laughs> so Donna. Hello. Thank you so much. I think you're just you're looking in the mirror and you're just seeing your own reflection of the light because both of you are radiant, radiant beings. I'm just so happy to be here with you. Thank, Thank you. you. You know, they now, say it takes one to know one. So if you are loving this love fest now, just wait because <laughs> I know as what usually happens is it always just gets better and better. And, and even when we walk into an episode without having like a top like we know your work a little bit you know we know a little bit about you and I know you're going to explain to anyone who doesn't know what you do exactly what you do and how you got into this work but even when we don't have like a pinpoint topic even when we do we never stay on topic but even when we don't it always ends up being exactly hopefully exactly what people need to hear so I am very excited so without further ado Miss Donna how did you get into this work and what is the work a light an igniter of light I want to know more yeah. Well, Lindsay, I just want to say something about what you just said, you know, your intention, even though maybe you're not holding it as an intention, but that people are hearing exactly what they need to hear at the time that they need to hear it. When I wrote my book, I sat and like blessed every single page of my book with that intention. And that is what I hear the most from people. Um, I get a lot of feedback and comments that 
people are like, oh my God, I read exactly what I needed to read at the exact time that I needed to read it. And I just, that is clear evidence that spirit is at work. And I just love that. So thank you for saying that. Yes, of course. Yeah. So I was a corporate marketing executive in hospitality for 28 years. And when I was at the top of my game, I was completely miserable and I was having several health crises, some of them I knew about at the time and some of them I didn't. And on the advice of a psychic, I enrolled myself in a master's program in spiritual psychology, which was outlandish, right? Because I was working a 60 hour a week, very prominent, you know, corporate role as an executive. And it really made no sense at all whatsoever in my life that I was enrolling in this program um, at the University of Santa Monica, by the way, which I'm sure that you ladies have heard of. Yeah, oh, yes. I see the. Yes, you must have friends there. I would. <laughs> I would assume. Well, we're both from California, kind of in a way. Sort of in a way. Yeah, yeah. I think I actually. Yeah. It's interesting. I think I looked into this when you say what is spiritual psychology course. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely have some bookmarks in my browser, I believe from University of Santa Monica in that program. So it is when you said that I was like, is that the same? I think it is. I think it's the same program. Interesting. Maybe this is my sign, guys. Maybe. Well, they're they're no longer facilitating. Oh, uh, (laughs) this is how long I wait. This is how long I I wait to do stuff. (laughs) (laughs) It's not even anymore. A, a masterful program, which is called Soul Centered Living. Oh, so it. check it out at universityofsantamonica.edu. You know, um, all the info is there. But I enrolled myself in this program, really having no idea that I would go on to do what I am now doing in the world. Um, and the program changed my life in every possible way because you know, it's a journey into yourself and it's a journey into the connection to your higher self, to your soul. And I effectively changed my entire life from the inside out because as I was experiencing all of these inner shifts, these huge mindset shifts and these giant, you know, dismantling of old belief structures I then began taking steps in the physical world and ended up walking away, stepping down from a very prominent position with the Ritz-Carlton, who I was working with at the time, um, and finding my way into coaching, using spiritual psychology as my modality. Cool. Also, I love that it like all was initiated by the psychic because, you know, you never know. Talking to the right person can just set you on a whole new trajectory and you never know when it's going to (laughs) happen. Yeah. She said to me, Donna, your guides are spelling it out for me. Spiritual psychology. And at the time I was like, what in the hell is spiritual psychology? (laughs) Oh my God. Is epic. (laughs) I, I really do love that. And, and I want to talk just a little bit about the difficulty that you must have felt and that it is, it is funny because I actually do have a theme with my clients right now where 
they say yes to doing the inner work, the hypnotherapy and like the getting to know themselves and reconnecting. And even before we start working together, stuff starts to happen. And I'm explaining to them like, well, yeah, it's a beautiful thing when you say yes to something that you know you should do and something you know you're supposed to do. But on the flip side, when you say yes to leaving something behind that no longer serves you, it can be, and, and that's another theme. I have, I have a lot of, uh, a few clients that are having, going through that moment of like, I know this is not a fit for me. That's terrifying because that is what, that's the road I planned for myself. That's the path that I set for myself. So can we talk a little bit about your journey to really coming to terms with being okay, walking away from that? I, I mean, it's easier for some than others. And I just want to talk about that struggle because it's a doozy. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> It yeah. is a doozy. Tell us about the yeah. ego deaths involved in this transition. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I've been doing this now since 2013 and they don't really stop the ego yeah. deaths. I mean, I hate to break it to you, right? As long as we're in these boxes. Spent the weekend actually at the University of Santa Monica going through a workshop with them and had another one. You know, I've like moved here to Costa Rica and I've become unrecognizable to myself. Mm. Truly, it's mm. it's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. Um, gosh, where do I even start? So I think one of the biggest opportunities and why people need coaches and hypnotherapists and you know, beautiful intuitive guides who have walked a path like this is because we're all walking around with a framework that doesn't really allow for the possibility and the potential of what can occur. Yeah. So the first thing that has to happen is like, I hate to use the word confrontation, but it's this inner confrontation with what are the things that are limiting us? And it's getting really clear about that. And then it's deciding and supporting ourselves through rebuilding that. And how do I rebuild that in such a way that I can live into it? And you guys know, you've been doing it long enough now, right? That our beliefs really do create our world, period. Our beliefs really do create our world. And so the more we lean into these new beliefs of possibility, the more the universe starts lining things up for us, on our behalf. I like to say you can hang up the how because when we get really clear on the vision of what we want and then take small steps in that direction, we don't have to really know how. The yeah. universe is going to fill in the blanks. For Even us. if you think you do, it's probably not going to be that way. Like chances are what you're thinking is the path or the the way to get the thing is going to be so much different. Everything in my life has turned out differently than I thought it would, but so much better. Like this was the dream I never knew that I had and that I wanted. I was thinking so small because God bless us, we're humans. Like we can't can't comprehend the magnitude of what's possible for us really. So I just think leaving space to be open and allowing. And I love that you said, hang up the how, because we just had a podcast episode about manifesting particularly abundance and money and how you just you can't you can't try to plan it I mean you can but it's going to kill you and it's not going to feel good and you're probably not going to get what you want anyway but I think that for 
one client in particular, and if you're listening, shout out to you, but she, she discovered that the reasons why she was going down the path she thought was the right path uh, were all wrong. <laughs> the reasons it turned out, the ends did not justify the means because she was kind of motivated by this need to feel worthy, need to please others, need to make it okay, to make herself okay. And so she was going down this path and she realized that she was doing it, not even necessarily how to change it, but just that that's how that was her motivation. And so when we can uncover that why and what is your motivation for, for wanting the thing, do you really even want it? And that's a whole other onion to peel because now we have to build from within and we always should anyway, but now it's like that building from within of like, if you know that you are worthy, if you know that you get to have what you want, what you want changes, doesn't it? Right. Beautiful. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Did you find well, that that was sort of for you as well? Like in the corporate world, like that's, that's just what you should do. This is what people do, right? A hundred percent. And to your point, it never really works out the way that you think it's going to work out. Because when I originally stepped down from my role, what I knew was that I couldn't do that anymore. Like I just couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. Um, I was a year into my master's program. And at this time, a year into the program, I had no clue that I was going to go on to be a spiritual teacher. Did you imagine if somebody told you like, guess what you're going to be doing? Yeah. Listen, <laughs> the first time it ever came out of my mouth, I was like, wait a minute, who just said that? Yeah. Like, it was a shocker. I got to tell you, it was a shocker. So when I stepped down, I hung out a shingle as a marketing consultant, because that made sense. That was what I could do with what I had from where I was. Yeah. That made a little bit of sense to it my ego mind. Then just saying, Definitely. I'm a witch now. A hundred percent. And this is where people get hung up and you know, to your point about it, it's never going to work out the way that, that you think if we can hold for, okay, universe, I want this or something even better. This or something like, better. Or yep. good. This or something better. You know, that's like a nice disclaimer for the universe. But the in here is that you have to kind of do it with no attachment. Yes. Oh my God. We need to talk about that. That is the hardest piece for so many people, because if you want it, there's automatically attachment. Or so we believe that if you want, if, if I don't attach to it, then I must not want it. Or that's the message I'm sending. So let's, let's, let's dive in. Go ahead. Go, you go. Cause I'm so excited. Yeah. So if we're going to release our attachment, it becomes a trust walk. And, and here's, I guess, and how I teach and what I teach. And uh, I really help empower your highest self on your human journey. And so it's super helpful to understand the distinctions between your higher self and your human self, right? And it's that human part of us. We want all the steps. We wanna know how long is it gonna take? What's the return on the investment? you know, what's the exit strategy? Like, I got to know all the things. And that is the nature of our ego. That's the nature of our personality and our mind. We want to feel safe. We want to feel secure and in control. 
But when we're talking about our soul, we're talking about this higher part of ourselves, right? We're talking about the part of us that literally has a different perspective on our life, right? It's like the difference between being at the bottom of a mountain and being at the top of the mountain. The ego is at the bottom of the mountain. It can't see, but your soul that gives you these hints of these whims or these crazy ideas that hit you when you're like relaxed in the shower or these secret little loves and inspirations that you have that like trickle into your consciousness. And then our ego is like, oh, that'll never happen. Let me squash that right here and now. But what we have to recognize is that that higher part of ourselves can see something that we can't see down here, sort of boots on the ground, right? So it's a trust walk. It's a trust walk. It's like, this is where we like put our money where our mouth is. Like, do you really believe in the universe? Do you really believe in divine intervention? Do you really believe in a higher power? If you're ready to take a break from your daily routine to massively up-level your life and have the week of a lifetime, then join me for this year's Radical Self-Love Retreat happening this October 4th through 9th in Puerto Vallarta. For the month of April only, I'm giving all my high vibrant VIP listeners a $200 discount on enrollment, which is awesome. I almost never do this. So visit the link in the show notes to apply today. Take advantage of that HVI VIP discount and join me for this all-inclusive self-love retreat. That's a combination of a luxurious spiritual healing yoga retreat and the ultimate girls trip. But don't take my word for it. Here are some experiences from past attendees. I have been on this journey to really figure myself out and like instantly just knew that this was what I needed to do. The type of girls that came here are just real people and really authentic and vulnerable. And you can leave all the superficial things behind and you can have a really kind of deep relationship with the people you're with. And I think that's been one of the really kind of unexpected and special things about this trip. So for that, I'd say definitely come and kind of expect to be uncomfortable, but in a good way to have fun and to have some really, really special relationships coming away. Join us with the link in the show notes at kelseyaida.com slash retreat to get $200 off during the month of April. Word. <laughs> yes. Yes, we do over here on High Vibe. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> but it, is, it is difficult. And I think that um, it's an, it's important to remind ourselves that for me, at least it's important to remind myself of all the evidence of when it worked out, because I, I got to see it, you know, I need the sign three or four times, and then I need to be slapped in the face by the universe, because I need to remember when I need to remember, I don't remember, but I'm getting better at that. I just think that for us evidence seekers, think back at something Think back at all the times it's worked out so much better. Think back at all the times you thought it wouldn't, but it did. And it had nothing to do with you necessarily. It was always, you're just being taken care of. And when you can remember that, it maybe becomes easier to remind yourself in the hard moments, nope, remember, you're being taken care of. Everything's fine. Just get back into, you know, trusting, get back into allowing. And, and things do seem easier when you're able to do that for sure. 
I love playing that game. I'll just be like, mm, let me think of all the things I once wanted and now I have. Boom, 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 boom. Ah. Damn. <laughs> I'm on fire. And then I go forward again. <laughs> the other thing that I think is super helpful is to remember that we're not smarter than the universe. New, 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 new. True. We are not smarter than the universe. And, and when we think that we are, we're limiting our thinking. Yeah. Right. Because how can you be smarter than the whole when you're just a fractal? Right. I mean, you have some perspective, but not all the perspective because you're not all perspectives. I'm going to use that on my seven-year-old. How can you be smarter than the whole? Because you're just a <laughs> fractal of the mama. Okay. Can't be. <laughs> Except he actually is. I think he is smarter than me. I just will never admit it. He's so smart, you guys. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, because he hasn't fallen asleep yet, right? Like right. between zero and seven, the veil hasn't fully dropped. I uh, hope he doesn't. I don't know, Kels. What do you think? Is he ever going to go to sleep fully? Everybody does to some degree, but then you'll wake back up. He'll wake back up. Not with me as his mama and be like, hey, keep them eyes open, kid. <laughs> no sleeping for you. No Not sleeping. Even a nap. It's part of it. It's part of it. Yeah. yeah. Rediscovering. But, you know, a lot of a lot of the people your age are coming in awake because they're here to change the world. True. I think I think what uh I can't remember. Do you remember Indigo Children? Pretty sure that's what yeah. They call people my age now. And now there's Crystalline. And then what's the other one? What's the newest one? Something like, it's not Crystalline. It's one that, if anybody knows, please tell me. I forgot. But it's like there's Indigo and then Crystalline. And then the Crystallines will have like the next one. I can't remember what it's called. But every generation, every child, I think, comes in a little bit more awake than their parents could be, than their parents were capable of being. Because the world is waking up. Yeah. And what's happening is now, like people like yourself who have held a higher consciousness are now birthing children that are naturally in that higher consciousness. And they're going to grow up to birth children that are in. So yeah. it's like, that's how evolution happens. Yep. I'm, Ooh, I'm excited to see where we're going. And then at the same time, I'm very, very sad to hear about what we're talking. It depends on the day. I'm like, I don't know, guys, just don't turn the news on. But other than that, humans doing great, I guess. I'm calling these new babies that are coming in, like all of our, a lot of our friends are starting to have kids now. I'm calling them the Aquarius babies, not because they're all Aquarius, such as myself, shout out to all the Aquarians out there, but because I feel that they're here to really help usher in the age of Aquarius as we like move through this crazy time in history and everything's changing and like, dissolving and being rebirthed so fast I feel like anyone who's coming in at this time is like with a hardcore purpose of like oh yeah we're doing it it's time so I just feel that from all the new babies and I'm just like oh these little Aquarius babies here to usher in heaven on earth hardcore souls come on in okay. I'm pretty I just looked it up I'm pretty sure it's indigo crystalline and now star children hmm. these are just yeah. names anyway but I think uh I think it does hold a depending on the kid it does thing um yeah yeah so donna before we started recording you were asking about our human designs and our enneagrams so yeah. are you like a human design um expert or fan or what's your relationship to human design and the enneagram because well we 
we really appreciate and like both. And it's funny because the salon where I work at, they're obsessed with the Enneagram. Like anytime a new girl comes on, they're like, oh, what's your Enneagram? And then like, oh, such and such is mom's Enneagram is this. And they're like, literally know everyone's Enneagram. It's super funny. <laughs> but I'm wondering, like, is that something you use in your practice and your daily life and with your friends and family? Like, tell us more. <laughs> um I use the Enneagram with all my clients, you know, as part of their intake. And um, it has effectively shaved off six months of coaching that they would otherwise need because I look at the Enneagram as this beautiful way to see your earth school curriculum. This is like, here is your shit right? Like here is what you're here to heal and to grow through. And the Enneagram is such a beautiful interwoven myriad of mystical, magical information, right? On so many levels. Um, and I was actually introduced to the Enneagram through Dr. Robert Holden. And I love it because it's super helpful in understanding what are the what are the key issues? You know, what are the core pain points that yeah. this person is working with in their consciousness? Mm -hmm. So I love it. I love the Enneagram. Um, but I'm kind of a gene key freak. Like nice. I love the gene key. I mean, the book is next to my bed. And I think that Richard Rudd is a luminary of our time. And I marvel at the jinkies, which I never really got into human design. I know of human design because of the jinkies, right? Because of the layering of the I Ching and human design and astrology. But the jinkies are so brilliant in understanding these archetypal journeys that we make from the shadow aspect to the highest aspect of the patterns that we hold inside of us. And I am just in and fascinated. So there's well, yeah, there's 12 gene keys. And so it can be quite intense and it's quite a journey to contemplate your gene keys. Mm. Um, but each key on the map each positioning has a meaning. And so it's like understanding the positioning of each key. And then each key holds a shadow, a gift, and then something that's called the city, S-I-D-D-H-I, -D -D which is a Sanskrit word, which is like the highest aspect of something, the IntelliKey of the gene key. And that too is just a fascinating lens to look at or to look through to understand the hero's journey that we're all making like what what are we here to grow through what are the core themes of our life's journey that we've come here to learn and you know I should have said this earlier but the basis of spiritual psychology is being able to view everything that's happening in our life as an opportunity for our growth and learning that everything that happens, the good, the bad, the ugly, and I'm from Connecticut originally. So I say the super wicked, ugly, 
it's all for us. It's all designed as a stepping stone to our next level of evolution. And when we can begin to view it that way, we immediately take ourselves out of victim mode and we move from life is happening to me to the awareness that life is happening through me and for me. Wow. Well said. I just, um, well, while you were dropping that knowledge, (laughs) I just figured out there's three, three categories or something on the gene keys, the hologenic profile. It's not the full thing, but genius, love, and prosperity were the things that came up for me, which I'll take it. Relationships, it says, are my biggest challenge. Hmm. (laughs) I don't remember my gene keys. I know I've like done them before, but I'm going to have to dive into those again today because now I'm like, "Mm, spark of curiosity has been once again. (laughs) <laughs> and it isn't the first time somebody's brought up gene keys and the importance of them. I, I, I don't know why it's not more talked about because it's not one of the ones that's like human design. It's not all the rave as the other ones are, at least not in my awareness. I, I know human design has been talked about uh, extensively as well as, you know, obviously astrology and all those sorts of things. Enneagram, definitely. Um, yeah, gene keys I've maybe heard once or twice, but it is intriguing. And I would like to look into it more because I think any type of, any type of practice that can help you learn more about yourself and feels true is something you should look into and and run with, you know, try out all of them guys, see what works, see what you like the best and, and go with it because it's all, I really, truly feel like everybody's here to just learn themselves, (laughs) just learn yourself. You are freaking unstoppable if you can know yourself. That's yes. our superpower. We just need to figure it out and unlock it, you know? And it's it is a process. Like, I don't know myself completely. I'm really been practicing a long time. And I think that everyone on this call right now in this interview can agree that we don't know. We don't know fully ourselves. It's always a process. When you know yourself fully, it's like, I don't know. You float. Do you float? I don't know. <laughs> you get superpower. <laughs> you, do, you, do you get to teleport? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that you get to teleport when you start to know yourself fully, but I think it's a practice for everybody, but it's a fun one. If you're willing to look at stuff and you're willing to ask yourself questions, I think it can be very enjoyable. Who doesn't want to know more about themselves, right? Yeah. And, and it's a process and yeah. it is a process that will continue until the day we die. It's just a matter of how much awareness we bring to the process. Because every new situation, every new person you meet will teach you something about yourself. If you let it, (laughs) if you let it. Speaking of, I have to selfishly ask, what is your advice to the Enneagram threes of the world? Is it three, the achiever one? Or was it, what was the number that's attached to that? I can't remember. Okay, that's what I thought. Shout out to all the threes. Down and smell the roses. Oh yeah, that is tough. <laughs> Slow down and smell the roses. It's the the type three on the Enneagram is always pushing the goal line out. And it's like, oh yeah, yeah, I'll go on vacation after I fill in the blanks. Or, you know, I'm gonna relax after I yeah. fill in the blanks. And then you if get this, to the then this. Blank, and you're like, oh, but wait, now I gotta do this. And then you like have another goal that you're going to 
go after. And so that becomes this perpetual, you know, perpetual motion. And you girls are young, you have a lot of energy, you're going to keep going, you're, you're like in these amazing career building years that you're in right now. And you're going to wake up one day and you're going to go, holy shit, I just turned 55. Remember when we had Donna Bond on our podcast and she was 55 and we were like, my God, she's so old. <laughs> That's going to happen. And then you're going to say, what happened to my life? Yeah. Yeah. So our life is comprised of all of these individual moments that are unfolding in front of us. And for the achiever type on the Enneagram, really savoring those moments and like being here now, as Ram Das said, be here now is one of the opportunities for that type. Hey, Lindsay here. Have you seen what's new inside my Align Your Mind membership? Members already get instant access to my best hypnotherapy audios, mindset hacks, manifesting methods, and more on demand right at their fingertips. But now when you join AYM, you'll also get a major VIP level upgrade with my brand new goal-focused hypnotherapy toolkits. These toolkits inside AYM are carefully curated hypnotherapy bundles designed with your specific goals in mind. Whether you desire to call in more money consistently, get out of the mindset rut that you're in, renew your passion and confidence, manifest with more ease and power, cultivate more self-love and inner knowing, or finally release the burdens from your past and heal. Once your subconscious mind is on board with your goal, it's a done deal. And that's what my toolkits are designed to do for you. So if you're ready to rewire your mind, release what's holding you back and manifest your desires with ease, the AYM membership is where it's at. Just hit the link in the episode description and start embodying your highest potential. I heard that. I heard that. I felt called out, but it was good. I appreciate it. <laughs> it's just this morning. It was my kid woke up at like 3 a.m. And I had the definition of a 3 a.m. thought this morning. And it was exactly what you're talking about, Donna, which is, oh, my God, I'm about to be 38. You know how? OK, do you guys have this thing where let's say you wake up and you know you have an appointment at noon? So the whole morning, you're just waiting to go to your appointment. Like you can't start anything because you have this appointment and you have to like just sit there. My husband is such a victim of this. Like he, if he's got something at 4 p.m., he will feel as if it's at 10 a.m. And he just won't feel comfortable doing or starting anything until his appointment's over. I don't know. I think that's, there's a word for it. I just can't remember what it is. But I, I, I felt that way about my age. I'm like, do I just wait for death now? Like, what do I do? <laughs> and that's not me at all. Like that is not my normal feelings. I don't know what happened. I was like, Lindsay, chill the F out. What are you thinking? But I was like, oh my God, I'm 37. Oh my God. Oh my goodness. My kids are old. Oh my gosh. My kids are growing up. What am I going to do? And I like, it wasn't a panic, but it was very much aware of like time. And I did not know what to do with those thoughts. <laughs> and I was like, Lindsay, just Man, guys, something. go to sleep because this is not helpful. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Go for it. My sense is for you, Lindsay, that <laughs> if you could deepen in trusting yourself that whatever you need in the moment is going to show up, yeah, then you wouldn't have to worry about what's going to happen at four o'clock. 
Yeah. I don't know. That just came forward. Take I, it or leave it. <laughs> I like it. I think, um, yeah. And I don't, I know I'm just like, what the heck, what am I doing? What am I, what do I do next? And I'm like, I was like trying to plan out the next half of my life when I'm not even at the halfway point. Like I'm about it I was trying to tell myself I'm like Lindsay even your youngest grandma who died died at like 80 years old you are good you don't have to worry about anything but I had this like weird feel I don't know if anybody can relate to this but and that never happened to me before it is never because I feel 25 okay I feel like I'm 26 20 25 years old I don't have those thoughts until it hit me I was like like, oh, I am, I am, I am 38 soon. Okay. Okay. Reel it in. What's going on? And I need to like recalibrate because not that, and I'm living my dream. I really am. I, I walk around my house. I breathe in this life and I'm so grateful and so happy because I never would have visioned this for myself in a good way. Like this is so far beyond what I thought was possible for me as a kid, as a teenager, as a young adult did not, did not compute. And and I, it just doesn't make sense for me to be like, why, what are you doing? Oh my gosh, what are you doing? Just, there's, your life is over. You're 37. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. But it is funny that you mentioned, you know, waking up one day and realizing like, oh my gosh, where have all these years gone? Because that was the feeling I had. Like, where, where did my 37 years go? I must have had adventures. I must have, I know I did, but it's just, it's such a big number <laughs> to me. To be like waking up and being like, you know, I know, I know I I'm sounding pretty whatever, but it really hit me hard today. So I, I, it was just so, um, it was unnerving. So I'm glad that you brought that up because it does sound like what I experienced today, but I don't know where that came from. It was weird. I think hmm. maybe we all have those moments when we hit a certain point. I don't know. Donna, I love your listening face right now. It's like the best thing. Yeah, ever. if you guys are not on Patreon, you're like, um, mm-hmm. yeah, she's like, mm-hmm. she's staring at like getting my downloads. Like I can see everything on your face that's happening right I now. I feel, I feel naked. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> staring through my soul. Uh, yeah. Anyway. For sure. <laughs> Yeah, deep and engaged. I love it. It's been like yeah. really entertaining in the best way for me to like watch you, watch her, like listen. Oh my God, this is great. Donna, I, I hope you all can watch the Patreon of this. So you can see the video. Yeah, and watch me be sweating through my clothes. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> Donna, I don't remember. You said that I sent you my Enneagram. I cannot remember ever what my Enneagram is. No. Do you happen to remember what it is? <laughs> yeah, your Enneagram is a three. You're the same as me. We're both achievers. So what she just said, it applies to both. I was going to say, because when you were explaining it to Kelsey, I was like, that sounds like me. (laughs) I can never remember my Enneagram. It's like one of those things. Do you know those things where you, you're like, okay, this time I'm going to remember What's your name again? And they tell you, and then you, it's like one of those things that just drops right out of your brain, no matter how many times you get told it. Same with the Enneagram. I can't, I can never remember, but I'm going to try to remember now. Three, (laughs) three guys. Whenever you forget, you can just text me and be like, Kels, yeah. I know I said I would remember, but then I also knew I was going to forget and then I forgot. So can you tell me that? I, I think I just always get it confused with, you know, there's the Enneagram and then there's like the power number and then there's the numerology. That's a whole thing. So I just, That's there's too many numbers. There are a lot. Yeah. That's a whole. It is a whole thing. <laughs> well, so I think Donna. we might be ready to go to Patreon. What about you, Kels? Like, 
Yeah, I was actually going to ask one more question and then go let's go. Again. Okay, so my question is, Donna, I didn't mean to cut you off. What were you going to say? No, 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 go ahead. Oh, okay. I was going to ask you in the spirit of our conversation being like mostly centered on like knowing thyself and using that to change your life because that is, I think, the most effective and efficient way. And obviously you do too. What are some of your favorite questions that either you ask clients or you ask yourself these can be like self-inquiry or otherwise that help you to know yourself better and these can be like big or small like ones that you use in yourself or with clients what do you really want Mm. and it's just like it's a treasure trove right like what do you not what do you want but what do you really want what do you really want because Lindsay, I think as you were speaking earlier about a client, right? Like everyone gets caught up in the shoulds of their family patterns or society's rules or the media's direction, whatever. There's all these influences telling us who to be and how to be and why to be and what to be. And all of that does not matter because your soul has a plan for your life, whether you have any awareness to that or not. And it's not about like getting a, having a job, a specific role. It's not about any of that. It's about your way of being in the world. And what we really want is a way that we can connect ourselves to that because it's got the energy of joy on it, right? And sometimes that's really hard for people. Like for me, for example, I have been a spiritual seeker since I was 12. I mean, since I was 12 and probably even before that, but I couldn't, you know, name it. We got to talk about that on Patreon. This was um, totally something that I kept hidden. You know, I'm, I'm... I'm the let spirit girl out of the closet. Mm-hmm. And I had my true self, my true love for spirituality and metaphysics and psychology and all things mystical. It was like something that I didn't talk about, something that I did on the weekends, something that I kept hidden in the corporate arena for sure. But that has blown my skirt up the whole time, right? Like that is what brings me to life. That is what animates this physical body with so much aliveness and so much joy and so much yumminess. And we know at a young age, so pay attention to that seven-year-old. Like what does he love? Because those are little hints like we come in knowing and then we fall asleep you know and when I was 17 I knew I knew exactly who I was I knew exactly what I was here to do but none of that made any sense in my psychology in my family lineage in my upbringing didn't make any sense yeah none whatsoever and then further to that 
the idea that I could then actually have a very successful and prosperous career doing what I love, where I get to spend 40, 50 hours, you know, every week in this space, like, hello, it was just completely outlandish to even believe that something like that was possible. And I went through this whole inner transformation in order to discover, like you said, anything is possible, right? We are unstoppable. We just have to get out of our own way and believe that we are. And now that I have walked myself through all these hard parts and I have made giant leaps, yeah. giant leaps, like moving to, I'm, the only reason that I'm in Costa Rica is because God told me to come live here. I'm kind of an indoor girl. I'm from LA. I like high heel shoes and Louis Vuitton bags. The jungle, it's not really my bag, baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yes. But here I am. But here I am. And as I have surrendered and released attachment to the outcome, boy, am I having fun. Yeah. Boy, am I having experiences that are so much better than anything that I could have dreamt up on my own. But it was like, you have to follow those breadcrumbs. You have to follow those. So what do you really want? Yeah. It sounds like a trick, but we're not, I promise you listeners, it is the only thing that's true. <laughs> follow what you love, follow what lights you up, follow what brings you silly joy and let your soul play because that is, that is the key. And there is a way to make it work. I mean, geez, there is literally no excuse not to make your dream work right now in 2023. Right? right? Like maybe even when I was 20, it was like 2004, 2005, like the internet was barely a thing. No, Zoom was not a thing. I think it was Skype or something, chat rooms. There was no making businesses and like talking to people across the world. But now like, what, what's your excuse? What's your excuse now? Come on. <laughs> and it's you funny that it? you use the phrase, follow the breadcrumbs, because we just did a whole episode about that too. So if y'all go back into the archives, just a few we episodes. Did. What's that episode? And it's literally, that? I think it's titled that, Following the Breadcrumbs. So yeah. Was I there? I was there, right? Yes, with Hannah. You In were. body, but maybe not. Oh yeah, remember that one now. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Fun. Mm -hmm. This has been great. Oh, Donna, can you tell everyone where they can learn more about you, get ignited more of your light. Yes. Work with you. All those goodies. Yeah. Just DonnaBond.com. And you can get a copy of my book uh, at all the major booksellers. What it's is called, the book again? It's called Original Wisdom, Harness the Power of the Authentic You. Love it. I love this. I love that. What a good title. Nice. You want to hang out with us on Patreon real quick? Sure. Okay. We're heading over there, peeps. You heard it here first. Patreon.com slash high vibe. That's where we post all the extended video episodes. Um, we usually pull cards for you guys over there. So that's pretty fun. Um, I joke about you... taking our pants off, but we don't we don't actually take it. <laughs> we don't actually do that, just like in theory. It's, it's so funny. Quite casual on the I other swear. side of the paywall. Like every week she does like the signal, like, okay, now we're on Patreon. I'm like, everybody. Take but yeah. we don't. Lady we don't have, is there is no taking her pants off theoretically. But I 
not just, physically. Just metaphorical pants, okay? What's Patreon? I'm like, this is like a millennium thing, right? Yes. I don't know anything. We'll tell you. So basically okay. it's a website where people can become patrons of the show and they can donate like a couple dollars a month. And in exchange on the other side of that for their donation, they get extra stuff from us. So instead of just the regular podcast that's free to everyone, they get extended episodes. They get to watch it via video. We pull cards for them. Sometimes we hang out with them. You can comment on the episodes. It's just like a cute little community for all the super fans, basically. All right. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see you guys over there. We love you so much. We hope this episode put some sparkles in your earbuds today, and we will talk at you next week. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. Thank you to everybody who has left a review and shared the podcast with friends and family. We super appreciate it. It really helps the show a lot, especially because our goal is to get over 1 million downloads before the end of 2023. And we definitely need and appreciate your help to do it. You can further support the show by joining patreon.com slash high vibe to get exclusive content, extended episodes, bonuses, and more. Thanks again for listening. We love you so much and we'll be back next week with another new episode. Bye. Bye.